0: Assalamu everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Abwan Chronicles podcast. I am Hafsa and with me are... Istahil and Sahara. Sahara, yes. And before we dive into this episode, just wanted to give you guys all a heads up. A couple of months ago, we were chatting amongst ourselves about how to, you know, contribute to Somalia and Somaliland and all the Somali peoples in the world and how we can best help in any way that we could. So what we thought of was to put some kids who can't put who can't go to school put them through school whether it's because they're financially unable to or if they're orphans or whatever the reason may be so alhamdulillah we found five kids um and inshallah they're five they're five kids they're all in elementary school some of them will be going to quran duksi. some of them will be going to regular school and um basically what we want to do is we want to put them through education all the way at the very least to high school so we're raising money to do that we're putting in our own contributions but if any of you want to throw in your two cents if any of you want to you know sacrifice your nickels and dimes and quarters we will be setting up a gofundme should be live by the time this episode drops and you can read all the details about the kids there and where they are and what they're doing and how they're doing what they're doing and inshallah if you feel like it it's the month of giving you know it's ramadan donate as you can and all proceeds will be going to those kids. There's also going to be a financial breakdown as to how much it's going to cost for those kids to go to school on the GoFundMe page as well. Do you guys want to add anything? Yeah. So I just wanted to say that this is sadaqa You're funding a child's education and this is helping them help themselves. So this is a great opportunity for you guys to make an investment like that for your Akhira, obviously. All right, guys. So if you do feel like contributing, again, the link will be in the description for this episode. And it's also going to be on all of our social medias. We'll plaster it everywhere. We'll keep on plastering it everywhere until we raise the amount that we need to raise, inshallah. Uh, yep. And here is the
1: episode. Stay tuned. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh everyone, I hope you're all doing well. It's me, Ikran, and I just wanted to update you guys on the GoFundMe page. I'm not actually featuring on this episode. It'll just be Hafsah Zahra and Al-Sahil. But as they mentioned in the introduction, we set up a GoFundMe page. We actually were planning on releasing the link to the GoFundMe page along with the release of this episode. But things changed. We decided to release the link first. And alhamdulillah, we have reached our goal. Of raising enough funds for five children. The update is that three out of the five kids have already received their tuition to go to Duxie for the entire year. The Javier that I sent it to that's paying the Duxie for them on their behalf said that she would update us regularly on their progress. I will be posting that on the GoFundMe page as well as our social media accounts. So please follow us, check those places out if you wanna know what's going on. The other two kids, Inshallah, we're still waiting to hear back. We will be updating you guys with them as well as soon as we send them the money. So just stay tuned for that. And as I, not only have we reached our goal, but we've also exceeded our goal. Alhamdulillah. And so we've decided to not limit ourselves with five children to add more children to the roster. So the amount we've collected above our goal is enough to send another kid to school. So we started off with five. Now we're at six. Alhamdulillah. So anything more we raise from this point onwards, we'll just uh, we'll continue to go towards adding more kids to go to school for an entire year and so inshallah we'll keep you guys all updated on that situation and yeah jazakallah khairan to everyone who's donated we're in awe of how quickly everyone was willing to donate subhanallah and rush to khair you know and we think it's amazing and please continue to share it continue to donate all of that it's Ramadan even outside of Ramadan please do it it's but especially because it's Ramadan you're getting double the ajar. it's sadaqah jariya they're gaining knowledge you're getting the reward in their knowledge especially when they go to uh, when they go to Quran school so just think of it that way JazakAllah khairan again for everyone who's donated for everyone who's shared for everyone who's made the intention to donate even if they weren't able to donate for everyone, you know? We will keep you guys posted. Please definitely check out our social media pages if you guys are interested in knowing what the updates are and we'll try our best to also update the podcast. Sarikom guys, enjoy the episode.
2: So, how is the Ramadan for you guys?
0: So Honestly, it could be better. I'm not going to lie, it could be better for me. But, you know, that's life. That's the struggle, you know. What do you mean it could be better? What's going on? What do you mean? Like, in general, I I wish I could do more. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) What do you mean? What are you talking about? Give us all the tea. To be honest, like, you know, I had like certain expectations, but it's not like I'm not like, you know, beating myself over it. But it's like, you know, inshallah, it's just the first weekend. Alhamdulillah, we have four more weeks left. I mean, three more weeks. Wow, you guys. (laughs) Yeah, three only. Do you think we tend to give ourselves unreal expectations? I mean, we, we did in our previous episode, we talked a bit about our goals and what we wanted to do. But do you think we sometimes we expect too much of ourselves or we don't work hard enough to, you know, do what we need to do? For me, it's no, I think I put my expectations at the very bottom. Like to, if I'm being honest, my expectations for this year was basically like do the bare minimum for me. So it's just me not putting in the work. And that's just something I'm going to work on. So it's cool. It's all good. For me, wallahi, yesterday was my first day fasting because i don't know i'm a girl you know figure it out but yesterday <laughs> mumble mumble <laughs> it's
2: facts guys listen to all the men in the world okay i'm not being bitter or anything to see it's just like yeah. <laughs> it's more like if you get your periods add ah, something natural every girl's Every girl, go through it. Your future wife, your sister, everybody, your neighbor. Public service Putting announcement. Putting
0: aside the halal police and those extra people who come to you and be like, sister, why aren't you fasting? Putting them aside, it's actually kind of embarrassing being caught like eating by people no. who are fasting. No, no. Wallahi it is, honestly, because it's not even about, you know, oh my God, I'm not fasting. Do they know why? Did I, I don't even care about that. It's just that they know. Now they actually know that you're on your period. It's like when you wear... It's like sometimes when you're wearing nail polish, you know? Even though, like, I got that Inglot, you know, water-permeable nail polish thing. Yeah. Which, you know, you could make with with. But even then, like, sometimes I'm like, oh my god, like, you know. I feel like that's just you being self-conscious. It is me being self-conscious, but at the same time... Like, I don't need people to know that I'm on my period. Like, that's a private thing. Like, why do you need to know that, you know?
2: Like, honestly, like, if I'm on my period, then I do. It's like, every girl goes through it. In the beginning, like, when I was younger, yes, it was like, a little bit awkward, you know? I used to, like, kind of hide my pad between my shirt. How? Just like well, to go the to struggles. the toilet, you know? But, like, I go through it. It's life. You know, we all go yeah. through it. It's not something you should never
0: be ashamed of it. I think it's more like, I don't want people to think. Like, you know, when pe- it's just when you know something about someone I know that you know that I know, you know, kind of thing so it's like yeah so it's just awkward in general but I, I'm not saying I care that much yeah well t- everyone is different everyone has a different comfort level to be honest so me being a shy person by nature I just I mean I don't like honestly I don't shy away from um, you know telling people oh if like for example if somebody comes to me and says oh how can you do this or that and I'm like oh no I'm on my period I'm not praying or I'm not fasting and all that that's cool but I feel like I like, you know, when um, you're eating in front of somebody and during Ramadan or, you know, when you're like that's basically you're putting up a banner, like I'm on my period, everyone. Like dead have some at your big age. Maybe it's at your big in UAE, age UAE like it was such a it was such an obvious thing, like, you know, you hide away and then you eat or yeah. you can't it's actually illegal, like you get fined. For eating in the streets during Ramadan, like that, maybe that that culture is ingrained in me. But that's true because I never do thought of myself get, as big. Sub- it
2: never happened. Like I used yes, to Yes, you eat do. I see outside. Get,
0: no, but like no, in Dubai, it's the stores that are closed, but people are eating outside all the time. It's the same way they find you for your clothing and all that stuff. They could be lax on certain. Do they reasons. actually do that? No. In Sharjah, maybe, maybe in the I depths know the, of Sharjah there. I know the rule is there, but I don't know if yeah, the rules there. No one actually, yeah, I don't. If they implement it, they really don't like you. Just, just say they
2: never do that shit.
0: <laughs> actually, it did happen to a girl I knew, but it was it was basically because she was, I don't know, she's pretty loud, so I think they just didn't like her. But you know what? You know what was the weirdest thing? Like when a girl comes up to you, like this is the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me. When a girl comes up to you and she whispers, like, oh my god, and it's, like a, it's a room full of girls, a room full of women, and she will whisper... Oh my god, like, do you have a pad? That is <laughs> the weirdest thing. I'm like, but why? Even in front of even in front of guys, I don't think it's that deep to ask somebody if they have a pad or if they're on their period or to talk about. this. You stuff. guys, you know, listen. I think room, I'm that person. In a room full of women, you, why, you guys, why? I'm that person. You're that person. Instead, I judge you. But I don't do that. I don't whisper. I won't whisper to you. I'd be like, hey, can I see you outside for a sec? You oh know, I'm gonna God, take you out of the room. <laughs> yeah. No, but honestly, I can't. Do, I can't. I don't want. No, like it's just I don't know you guys i don't know for
2: Thanks me it's like if it's, like if it's like if it's like i wouldn't ask a girl like i don't know about a pad like that's like that means like i'm desperate you know and then i will whisper like hey you know give me a pad but if i'm with people i know like classmates i'm with people like i've met a couple of times then it wouldn't
0: be a shot i wouldn't be shy hafsa are we not talking about family and friends and stuff no it's just random folk? anyone in general like yeah, this was um this was a uh i think it was a common room at university like, it was a common room, like, you know, those lounges where, like, people sit, and then this one was, a like, woman's only lounge, and she legit came up to me, and she whispered, do you have a pad? And, like, some people on the, because you know them from university, some people, some people you don't, like, you know, it's, it's a common room, whatever, but, um, that was just so weird, like, why are you going to whisper? I, I, like, at that point, I was, like, yes, I do have a pad, here you go, like, I'm sorry to say this, but that would probably be me. Yeah, that would probably be me, and I would take you out of that whole situation before I asked you anything of that sort, so you don't do something like that to me. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's just so weird. Oh my god. Well, anyway, I'm sorry, you guys. It's just you know, it's just very awkward in general. You guys, you know, you know what's so, you know what's so like extra. This guy once said to me, like, this was so weird. This guy once said to me, oh, you you have nail polish on. I'm like, yeah oh, you're not, par- you're not praying, that means, oh, you're on your period. I'm like, why would you come to me and make that declaration? It was the weirdest thing that ever happened to me, ever. Like, he legit came to me and said that. Maybe it's normal for him. Like, maybe that's his home culture. You know, they're all very open and free about it. And that he probably asks his sisters that. I don't what are know, you talking guys, I'm like, assuming. So even if you ask his sisters, <laughs> what makes you think it's normal to go up to a whole human being and say, Oh, by the way, um, I know you're um, sloughing. Oh, it's kind still of, weird. You know, Maybe it was true. a conversation it's starter. Hey! Really yeah. 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 He's trying. He's trying. Yeah, he's Try like, open-minded. I'm open minded. How are you? How's your day? How's your life? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm it's all for this the natural speech. conversation starter ever. Oh my god. Uh, Mesquite, he was trying to shoot his shot. Yeah, I had to be so mean. You had to be mean about it. Um, yeah.
2: Haram. Yeah. But my Ramadan has been, I'm not going to lie, it is rough. Okay, it is rough, and especially we, when, as I already told you, my biggest weakness.
1: Yeah, is, how's it is going? Is music,
2: you know, I can't really lie, I can't front. It, it is difficult, you know. I'm not gonna lie. When you I see my Spotify it. Premium just looking at me, I don't like. <laughs> this is this you could do it i think it's like i don't know it's just like maybe i haven't put so much effort into it because i'm not fasting
0: but that's the thing when you're not fasting you really forget the fact yeah, that it's alone it sometimes is sweet. it just me like it's so bad a little bit of yg comes but on and i'm like you know what i love willy yg my cup Soup? on up?
2: <laughs> you know i was kidding gonna- <laughs> we're still talking about yg listen
0: i know it's hard my bitch, her on her, her shoes.
2: i was kidding. Anyways, I don't like it. I don't like kidding, guys. You know, I hope you guys are. Yeah, I hope you guys are wrapping Yo, up but, all your sambusas with your mamas. You know what I'm saying? Are you guys making fresh sambusas, anyways?
0: Yeah, I am. You made fresh sambusas? Yeah. Get so, some what some happened time. was. We make fresh. Oh, you guys! You know, I saw this. Someone tweeted about who. How do you guys make some boots and stuff like that? And people were talking about how they use tortillas and how they bought store bought. And I was just a bit shook. You know, am I the only you one? You've never makes- used tortilla, is that him? Never in my entire existence. You've never used the, the samosa, the samosa, samosa, quote unquote, leaves. The what, the is that, is that a, it's a chip at that point. If you fry tortillas, don't you get like chips? No, tortilla, tortilla is, is, a little, only a little bit thicker than the, than the fresh Somali, like homemade one. Cause the Somali homemade one, it's kind of like you, you, you do like three on top of each other, and then you peel them apart, right? Yeah, you could do two, three. Some girl I knew did eight. That's only a little bit thinner than tortilla. But that's the whole point. I don't know. Something about Somali sambus is that it's soft and crunchy at the same time. You know, and you can't get that unless you home make it.
2: But, well, it's so time consuming. I don't think you guys understand, like... Oh, I understand. The, <laughs> the dough and then, like, I, you know, I fail at it so much.
0: I completely understand, which is why I haven't made homemade sambusas from scratch in, like five years because who has the time or energy for that the more important i feel like what's more important than the outer casing is the inner hilib. that's hip. true that's, that's the most easiest part me. the hilib is like the most easiest part yeah the hilib is easy but that's more important to me because it's about the flavor on the inside you know yeah i should clarify the fact that a i actually don't like fried food in general so i'm not like a big fan of like like i like bur and i like some but i eat maybe one or two that's it Okay, so oh my God. so that's why maybe so my speck- that's why maybe my level of like is this good sambus? Am I wasting my one sambus on this sambus? It's pretty high. <laughs> so <laughs> you guys do it? you guys wrap your sambusas? What do you guys wrap your sambusas with? You wrap the sambus. You take the flour. <laughs> like
2: you can wrap it with like Burr You can wrap it with mushroom. Oh. No, I, I the thing is, that's how why I, would you
0: ruin a good thing? No, why would you why ruin you it? Have you ever had sambusa with burr uh, with, with mush mush? We don't eat mush mush like that. My friend, I don't even eat mush mush. I never listen to everybody listening. If you eat mush mush, respond, okay. Yeah, I know you like mush mush I know you're a fan of mush. But in our house, it's bur and sambus. That's basically... during Ramadan, majority of days are bur and and malawah. I don't like malawah either. I'm more of an person. How could you not like malawah? You guys, listen, okay, I'm really... Why does all of our Ramadan people... uh, arguments come around? I know, it's because like, we're all Ramadan, different. All people talk about is the food. On the timeline, all i spoken about is food. Like, you have tuna Sambusa gang fighting, Hilip Sambusa gang, and, like, now, like... There's vegan gang coming in here somehow. Like it's- that shows you that Somali culture is very centered around food, <laughs> which is problematic. This is why everybody has. Diabetes and high cholesterol and high blood pressure.
2: Yeah, we overdo it. It just Ramadan makes
0: you th- like
2: makes you like appreciate like the fact that you with your family, everybody's eating with each other. Like and then like the food is there. You know, it's just, like a nice like you know a nice gathering.
0: It reminds you of those like Korean food shows. Korean like, food Saves us. <laughs> but you know what it is? It's the fact that like you know we don't eat. I don't know about you guys, but we don't eat sambus like that. All year round, we don't eat food like that all year round, so it's yeah, like, yeah, it's only doing, yeah. We don't, we actually time. don't it's even have time case. to sit down and actually ashe together or together or anything together. If someone makes the food, everyone just gets it in their own time, and that's it. But in Ramadan, we actually sit down and plan and be like, okay what are we gonna eat, you know, kind of thing. So, I feel like maybe that's why we always talk about food because it's something that's very centered around how we interact with each other. I get that. But um, you guys, it looks like um the vegans are flourishing. They're surviving. Yeah. Like I'm just seeing all these vegan Stop meals. Stop coming for vegans. Is it okay? Who came for them? I'm saying that they're flourishing. They're surviving. You know, we underestimated yeah. them. Who said who said in the last episode they're all gonna perish? Zamukhet <laughs> <Is that what laughs> yeah. They're surviving. They're living their best lives. But did you guys see that tweet I sent you uh, when we somebody added us when um we were like, Oh, we're gonna be talking about vegan i think we said we're going to be talking about vegan food this episode a bit and somebody messaged tweeted us and they were like oh be careful you know it's something about it being permissible no or it's a protective it's, like a- it's a protected belief that's what they said what is that even mean? Yeah, at that moment, I just realized that, you know, I've been seeing the vegan hashtag, vegan Ramadan hashtag and all that, and I just thought it was people, you know, changing a diet because that's what veganism, it's a diet, okay? So I saw all these people, you know, and then at that point, I'm like, maybe I'm not sure what it means, you know? Maybe I'm the one who doesn't know what veganism means, you know? So it's like, at that point, that whole conversation came up between us, right? Yeah, but no, like, I, I think that part, like, who, I think it was in, a, like, um it was a campaign it wasn't actual like one individual but they were trying to say that veganism is part of islam i'm a little bit confused about i didn't completely understand that i did a bit of research on that because you know um when it comes to fatwas it really like it takes time for everything to be you know set in stone right and so veganism is kind of a new uh i would call it an ideology but a new way of life for some people and so you just use the same fatwa for vegetarianism right so for when it comes to vegetarianism they're like the question was basically can a muslim be vegetarian and be muslim at the same time and through like i read a couple of sheikhs and I'm just going to post a link for you guys but in consensus it was the fact that a Muslim can be vegetarian meaning they could have a vegetarian lifestyle as in they could be like oh I'm not a fan of meat I can't eat meat I won't eat meat but they they can't say that meat is haram for me like you know um, in my diet the way I live um, meat is not permissible for me you know they can't say stuff like that but a vegetarian can't be Muslim in the sense that a vegetarian is or a vegan is someone who... Um, okay, let me just get the definition of what veganism actually is. So it is a type of vegetarian diet that excludes meat, eggs, dairy products, and all other animal-derived de- ingredients. Many vegans also do not eat foods that are processed using animal products, such as refined white sugar, right? So ve- a person that's vegan... Wait, 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 wait. Okay, again, let's just stop for a second. So you're talking about people who take veganism as a way of life? Yeah, and a belief system as opposed to people who think of it as a diet. That's two That's exactly, but that's that's exactly the definition between it. It's like if you think that this is more of a belief like let's say you're being vegan for ethical reasons or moral reasons and you feel like this is a belief, you know, like you know, as a vegan, I can't do this. As a vegan, I can't do that. Do you understand? That mm-hmm. contradicts with being Muslim. I get what you're saying, okay? But um yeah, I just think that it's important to differentiate what they go like using veganism as a whole belief system as opposed to people who choose to be vegan because yeah i was gonna clarify like eating meat or they feel squeamish about eating meat or they don't feel comfortable eating meat that's that's all fine and cool but 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 the thing
2: is like if you're if you're vegan obviously that's like you are you're not consuming any animal product and that can be from clothing like not clothing but that can be from you know makeup if they taste the That's not allowed if you're vegan, and it could go through. It could have, yeah,
0: that's why there's plant-based diet. Yeah, but then when we're reading, people say plant-based di- plant-based diets does not equal vegan diets because vegan diets is being ethically opposed to it, while plant-based diets is just you saying I'm just going to eat plants. You know, so it's like this. When you think about veganism, it's more of it. It requires more thought and more, like, you know, belief and actual. You know, understanding that, oh, the reason why I'm not eating, uh, what do you call, animal products is because of ethical reasons, you know? that's what I've seen obviously if there's another definition for veganism y'all can enlighten me but from all the many sites I've looked through that's basically the consens- consensus of what veganism means so like Hafsa like you said there is a very thin there is a very clear difference between you saying I'm not eating this because I don't like it or I'm not eating this because it's not good for me but and then there's a difference between I'm not eating th- eating this because I'm vegan so
2: one thing though while we are while we're discussing this if you are a vegan, and somali and if you would like to talk to us about it like please let us know because we're not vegans we don't live through the vegan life i say i'm more plant-based part-time plant-based you know (laughs) so if you guys can enlighten us about it and your thought and your
0: opinion yeah and not just Somalis, like anybody who's vegan out there and or who has or who's vegan and muslim we just we just want to know a bit about like the thought process about why why you chose to be vegan, right? Is it about is it about um, health reasons? Is it because you don't feel comfortable eating meat? Is it because you believe eating meat is wrong? Tell us and tell us why, because we are hella curious at this point. And I be- I truly believe that everyone should live their healthiest lives. To be honest, like literally, if you think that your diet, like let's say for example, as Somalis, I feel like we really take. Uh, for granted the richness of our own, you know, our c- cultural diet. We eat, um, what do you call it? Most vegans, I'm pretty sure I've researched, they eat rice and beans, right? And literally, that's a staple in our diet, rice and beans. So it's like, if you only eat meat products your whole life, and then you realize that there's more to life than than meat, then obviously, you're going to feel healthier when you eat plant-based diets. So it's like, you don't really, like, I'm, I'm against I can't say I'm against, but in general, it's really uh, risky to label yourself something just because everyone else is doing it. Like, you know, you could be a completely healthy person without... Ascribing to someone else's ideology, you know, that's me reaching, but that's how I see it. And it's just, um, yeah, a lot of people are not very transparent as to why they're vegan. It gets really murky sometimes. You know, I see I'm the person from outside, and when I see people talking about veganism, um, I see it in a certain way, and another person will see it in a certain way. So, transparency as a whole would help a lot of people and maybe make it easier for them to change their diets and stuff. Obviously, you change your diet doesn't affect someone else changing their diet, but if you're going to promote it, then there's some stuff to think about. Yeah, I think it's just really important to um, understand that labels aren't necessarily needed. Like you don't have to go around and saying, "I'm a vegan" or "I'm a this" or "I'm this person." I'm a I'm a feminist. I'm a th-, like like titles aren't so important. Like and, and it's very annoying because titles put you in a box, and sometimes they add things to yourself that you didn't want added, right? So I'm sure a lot of people who are vegan or who eat vegan-based diets or, or whatever, who ascribe to any title in general, they don't specifically have the same belief systems as other people who do. But because these belief systems are widely circulated and everybody knows them for this, you're going to be associated with that. And you're going to be put in, regardless of whether you like it or not, you're going to be put in a box because of that. But like, when people say, okay, I'm a vegan, like, let's just say
2: social media, whatever. But I think it's, like, veganism, like, it's like it's more like a close-knitted community. Like, if you meet another vegan, and then you meet, like, like it's, like, a very close-knitted community. So I can understand why people say, like, hey, I'm a vegan. And then they meet other people that have the same belief system as they have. Exactly. So or it's a like belief system. Like, That's where I find really it iffy. System, but, you know, I don't know. Listen, to tell us. If it's a belief system...
0: Do you think then it's just a fad, a way for people to connect and be like, oh, I have this. Do you have this too? Let's be friends. Like, do you think it's I think it's human nature. Or do you think people are actually serious about it?
2: The thing is, like, it's difficult to stay away from, like, animal-tested product. Let us just say, like, makeup, like, skincare. So when you meet other people that are, like, vegans, like, they could have other, like, products that they know about that you could use and all that,
0: so... Sorry, but you you don't have to be vegan to appreciate any of those things, like... Nobody's interested in animal cruelty. Nobody's interested in, in like products that are tested on animals for no exactly like i'm pretty sure a lot of people are sh- are like socially and environmentally conscious enough to not want but those people things. still buy mac though. okay listen uh sahra yeah, can really i say but... something it's the fact uh, honestly like i don't buy that i don't buy any of those animal cruelty or any of those stuff it has to be animal free you know cruelty free because that's just my belief system and as a muslim it's part of my deen as well so it's like why like honestly from my perspective me like why do I have to go ascribe to something like veganism and be like ethically the animals are you know safe when I have halal and haram to tell me that like halal certified meat is by definition raised in an animal you know cruelty free environment if the animal is raised in a cruel environment it's not halal point blank, period. So it's like, I'm going to trust all these sheikhs and all these people that their job, their whole life's job is to make sure that I eat halal instead of trusting Gala people or people that, you know, like, you know, are very adamant or being, you know, different from, uh, I don't know, I forgot what to say, but basically people that are standing up to the government, which I find nothing wrong with that, but I have halal food. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? It's like, yeah, so why go out of my way to eat food when it's already available to me and if you have a problem with overindulging in meat, one hundred percent cut it out of your diet. There's nothing wrong with not eating meat at all. Yeah, and then it's the other the other issue here is like when people try and convince you or tell not convince you or not necessarily convince, but like pressure you or like make you feel like what you're doing isn't adequate enough. Like there's lots of, of like people who Say that they're vegan, or who say that they're only plant based or whatever. Who try to push their beliefs onto you, and they'll be like, "Oh, what you're doing isn't good enough." Like right now, we were just talking about how, of course, as human beings, we're not okay with thing- things that are not cruelty free. They need to be cruelty free. But they'll come to you and be like, "You're not doing enough. You need to do more. It's not enough that you're doing this. You need to stop eating them. They they have feelings. They have this. They have that. They, they their whole the whole like spiel. They go on and on about it. And at the end of the day. I don't need, like, it, in general, like, you don't... People don't need to push their... Uh, if you have, like, reasonable deductive thinking, so you can have a, a conversation and talk about this and have a debate and everything, but for somebody to come and try and make me feel less less than or feel like I'm not doing enough or I'm not good enough because of what I eat and how I eat it and all of this stuff, it's very... Off-putting. It's very demeaning and it's very um, off-putting, yeah. exactly. It does, so basically, to be honest, it's like, you know the thing is, if you came to me with actual knowledge, like you told me, hey listen that slaughterhouse right there is not doing anything, you know they're they're not halal certified because they treat their animal cruelty, guess who's standing with you right there protesting that me, obviously, I don't want to eat uh, what do you call it, non-certified food or be lied to, so you can't you know, be a vegan by yourself and be like oh these halal slaughterhouses are horrible and just change your own lifestyle and the rest of us, what about the rest of us, (laughs) you know if you really think that this is wrong, then you should be letting the whole community know and not saying that you're vegan because of that. I don't know if that makes sense to you guys, but mm. it's like, what's more effective? But to be fair though, we are, people that eat meat are the majority anyways. So it's not like, um, you know, there's this whole peer pressure type situation. No, never, never, yeah definitely yeah, not for it's me not, it's maybe in the distant maybe in the distant future you know maybe vegans will take over the world I don't know but I'd be a, the thing th- is I don't have anything wrong with any of it that's the problem right <laughs> like if it actually we all became vegan I would I have would no problem have with it yeah I just in the morning yeah I would actually not care at all like that's just another diet to me it's a diet but I wish people would understand that it is a diet you know so it's like that's it's that, that it's thin line I see some people promoting it and it's like what actually are you promoting do you even know what you're saying Right now, so yeah, like I said,
2: if you're vegan, plant based, Muslim, non Somali, whatever, and there's something we're missing, yeah, tell us, yeah, tell us if you like at this at the end of the day, we're not vegans, yeah, we, like I, we don't know exactly how you're living. So I hope you guys will contact us, let us know if you feel if you don't feel comfortable tweeting us, just put a question on our uh, Curious Cat, yeah. And yeah, shout out to Team Saur. You know, if you eat Saur, if you eat Sor at night, like for soho yeah, let us, know. Let us also know. We'll shout you so out. We can follow you. Yeah, we'll follow you. We'll back. follow you back.
1: I'll <laughs> uh, commitment. We will
2: give you a shout out. You know, Saur Gang
0: that's all we do right here yeah also a lot of people have been telling us that we're real and authentic so you guys you know if we sometimes come off being a bit strong you know minded in what we what we're saying that's just our truth and obviously we're always willing to listen to what people have to say and it's a learning opportunity for us more than anything all right thank you so much for listening to this episode guys add us tweet us like sahara said um email us at the abwan chronicles Abwong chronicles sorry at gmail.com or one podcast on Instagram yeah. and Twitter. And send Thanks us so your dilemmas.
2: I know we don't have Periscope this year, you know. <laughs> Sarah is
0: so funny. I actually can't. Why do you keep bringing up that horrible period of time? Stop it. <laughs> Stop. If you have any questions. Is gonna, us, please. No,
2: I know this is not the read. You know, we don't have those juicy ass questions. But, you know, hit us through. with a nice question, inshallah. And... <laughs> Good luck on the Ramadan. We'll see you next see you guys next time. Take care. And don't forget to drink your water.